Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. And we're Poor Shoes. Shoes. Featuring Matt. Hello. <laughs> this is our podcast. We want to believe. Where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy TV show. The X-Files. You know it. You love it. And now we're going to talk about it. Welcome to episode 11 of We Want to Believe. Wow. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> Very excited to be here. And joining us mm. for the first time ever is a very special, lovely, wonderful, smart, pretty, beautiful, talented, intelligent person. Kind hearted, <laughs> insightful, hardworking. Please continue. <laughs> Loyal, magical, graceful, crystal lover. Likes pickles. <laughs> that is very true. It's Melody! Hello! Oh Thanks God. for having me, guys. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for coming to Alex's house. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to my house. Thanks for watching The X-Files with us and for now recording this episode of our podcast, which we're excited about. You'll notice that Matt is still missing. M-I-A. Where is he? Free Matt. <laughs> Hashtag free. <laughs> we gotta Kelly, if you're listening to this, viral. give him back to us. It's the Matt Della effect. <laughs> it's where you think that you used to have a co-host named Matt, but you, you never did. <laughs> Just so you guys know, Matt doesn't even exist. Matt's not here, man. And that was a parallel universe that we are all sort of floating in for a while. Um, but you know what? With Melody here, I almost don't miss Matt. I just think, Matt who? Excuse me, what? Ooh. <laughs> Do you? Are Matt? you pitting Matt and me against each other? I know. I don't, I don't know if this? I'm for that. Tales Was that a trick? Is <laughs> this a trap? What are you trying to get me to say? Alex, what I'm trying to get you to say is, who do you prefer to have in your life as a co-host <laughs> and a friend? If you had to choose between Matt and Melody. Because obviously you know. can't choose me, because I'm you've chosen me. We're, I I love Matt and Melody both so much, yeah. and I met them at the exact same time. Oh, really? That's true. Yes. Well, they both are job providers, so the economy needs them both. So I think we shouldn't <laughs> choose. I couldn't choose. I'm just happy to have Melody here. And... Obviously, Matt, whenever the fuck he feels like joining us again, can come back, I guess, if we'll take him. I feel like with Melody here, we have a real, like, long-time listener, first-time caller scenario. Totally. So why don't you give us, like, maybe your ten favorite things about Alex and I <laughs> <laughs> that you finally get to tell people? No, no, no don't say that's anything. That's not necessary. Don't say anything. Sorry. I don't want to know. Keep that to yourself. Make the list in your bullet journal. Never tell anyone what it is. Tell me on my deathbed. Good idea. So I'm going to write letters to be sent to you 50 years in the future. Ooh. I don't think I'm going to live for 50 more years. You better. I'm not, I'm not letting you go without a fight. Oh, Melody, thank you. You guys think that we'll all live till we're 80? Yeah. On the boat. Right. On our boat. Where we all live together. Yeah, the flying Melody. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna I, name the boat? Is that what we decided? I don't. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. that being decided. But I really like it. It wasn't a group consensus decision. It was I just made that up. It rings a bell though. <laughs> Mandela effect. <laughs> or that's more of a deja vu. Well, I, I want know. our listeners to like get to know Melody a bit. So why don't you give us like? Do you want to do like two truths and a lie? Let's do or... like speed questions. Okay. Yeah, we'll think of questions. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I have a good one. I have a good one. But wait, we have to set it up. What we're we doing to okay, do fine, first? Fine, you fine, can't fine, just fine. ask. So instead of a 30-second recap, let's do 30 seconds of getting to know Melody okay. with speed questions, and I'll do I'll do a timer. Is that Fine. a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> Alex is like, fuck you, I just want to ask the questions. I only have one question, so I only have one question prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so fucking you can be take it. it. You can take it. Well, rest. I think that once we get going, you're going to, um, okay. you're going to find yourself inspired. really inspired. Okay. Okay, ready? Go. If you were a cake, what kind of cake would you be? Funfetti cake with vanilla icing. The best kind of cake. If you were a color, what color would you be? Ooh. 
I mean, I like all the colors, like rainbow, but I mm. am into purple lately, so mm, like a little a lavender. Oh. Ooh, I love a lavender. Um, who would you rather do, Mulder or Scully? Scully. Good <laughs> That's answer. not even a question. That's real. Well, I'm t- you know what? It's a good answer. We just need the listen. It's the listeners that are trying to get to know you. Thanks for all the fucking prefacing of whatever the fuck that was. You get one more. You get one more question. <laughs> you didn't even have one. I didn't have one. And I was really mad at you for taking the time of me. Fucking whistleblower, Christina. <laughs> okay, I, I'll, no, I'm going to think of one more question. Um, if you could either have world peace or a piece of the world... <laughs> Like my own private, like private property, like a house, or like an island, or a continent, like Australia. You could have Australia, or you could have world peace. What would you? This is tough. Well, here's my melody logic. Okay. On this one. Oh. So if we have world peace, then theoretically, like everyone owns all the world. Oh. So I feel like I come out more on top. I feel like, but also because everyone owns the world, no one owns the world because like. But then everyone's on a level to go around. And like, if we have peace on Earth, then like you could go anywhere, right? Like places that maybe you wouldn't. Australia. (laughs) What if you had like peas on Earth? (laughs) Would you ever have a world full of peas? (laughs) Just peas or a layer, a thin layer (laughs) of peas. One layer. Would you rather have your whole floor covered in one layer of peas? (laughs) Not one pea on top of each other. Just (laughs) Just one, an even layer, uniform layer of peas, or. Or all the peas in the world, um, in one place, frozen, <laughs> in one room. <laughs> this isn't. These aren't well thought out about, questions. This is about as much sense <laughs> as the this episode of the X Files. Perfect makes. segue into this <laughs> <It's> episode. Like, <laughs> where are we? What did I just watch? That's all I can think. The whole app right after the episode is just like. We're all kind of looking at each other, and I think Melody was like, what the fuck? And we were, and Christina and I were just like, just don't say anything. <laughs> just save it. Save these reactions and these thoughts. Because literally all I could think was like, what did I just watch for an hour? Yeah, I know. How are we going to do the recap? What kind of format do we want to do it in this week? I think we should just do, like, we should do what we did last week. I liked that. One, One person t- says a line. Yes. And you're saying go this way and then go back this way? <laughs> Melody has to do every other one. <laughs> so it's like me, Melody, Here's you, Melody, offloading me, Melody, the work of you, the recap Melody. onto me. I see, yes, I I like see what's happening I don't know if you here. know this, but what I'm really great at in this world and what my job is, is delegation Delegating. of work to other people. I know. I just mm. identify people and I say, you, you've got what it takes. You've got the stuff to yeah. do this work. Yeah. Assigned. And, and plus you're going to be really good at this. So do you want to give you that a try? What it means. I think you understand what happens. How does how it goes, right? Or I could do, be the timer and you guys could face off. No. 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 We don't want to do that. Okay. I don't have the strength right oh now. Oh my god. To do it. And plus I really like this this new thing. What are you like overtaken by like consumption? Like, <laughs> yeah. You may have, like as well be. fucking velveteen rabbit disease. May as well be. You're we talking about that like the other day. Someone told me that they know someone that recently had scarlet fever. Don't, oh my god. Is it, that are they Beth an anti Little Women died from? <laughs> what? Beth from Little Women. Didn't she die from the Scarlet Fever? I don't know. I've never read Little Women. She did die, but I don't remember what of. I think it was the Scarlet Fever. But you know what? I think I think a series is coming out of Little Women next year. So I like, just started reading the book again because I actually love it so much. It's a great book. Love the movie, too. Although, like, I really don't know if I could ever forgive the one that throws Joe's book into the fire. Amy. What? A bitch? A bitch. What a B-I-T. New podcast coming your way. Little Who's women. the biggest bitch of little women? <laughs> Which of the little No women one fucking cares. Are the bitchiest. Okay. All right. So, we're going to go line by line on the recap. Yep. Somebody else should start because I am actually at a loss. Melody? Go no, first. it's going to be me, Melody. You, it's Melody. It's going to be me. Me. <laughs> me, Melody. You, Melody. Okay. Okay, ready? We open in a diner, and it's old-timey vibes, and the guy is worried about Martians. Um, the diner server gives him a cup of coffee, which seems ill-advised, because he's already shaking, shaking in his boots. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
he's the the guy says that he's seen an alien and in fact there's one over there but it turns out that he's the alien <laughs> and then it's a fast forward to the future i believe credits roll and it's fast forward to the future and Mulder is hunting a sasquatch in a sasquatch suit yeah because that's how he does yep Okay, then someone has given him the signal, the sign, so he goes downstairs to the parking. Why are you laughing? What's funny about that? <laughs> Sorry, keep going. He sees the sign, and it opens up his eyes. He sees the sign. Someone's going. gonna drag you up, bring you into the life <laughs> where, where you belong. The life where you And it's this really sweaty guy, and he's all like, I don't fucking know. What's he all like? He's eating sunflower seeds, and he's bananas, and he doesn't know who he is. Mulder doesn't know who he is, and the guy doesn't know who he is. Melody? Um, and then he tells Mulder that the first Twilight Zone episode that he ever watched that is his favorite is, doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, so they're talking, basically, they're talking about the Mandela effect. And then, like, Mulder tells Scully about it. And then Scully ends up seeing the guy, too. And he does the same thing to her with this jello treat that she likes. Mm-hmm. And then what happens, Melody? <laughs> uh, and then Mulder and Scully are... Um, in Mulder's apartment, and Mulder's, like, searching through all his old VHS tapes, flashback, um, to the 90s, and, um, he can't find, indeed, the episode that is The Lost Martian, mm-hmm. um, and Scully tells him that he's just misremembering. Mm-hmm. And then they both go back down to the parking garage, because then when the gelatin thing happens that seems to convince scully that it's weird and then reggie comes back and then they talk about the mandela effect and how he says oh and he says his name is reggie something Mm -hmm. the crazy guy has a name and he says that the government the government conspiracy the mandela effect is a government conspiracy and Mulder thinks it's evidence of parallel universes and and scully just thinks it's all bullshit (laughs) big surprise um yeah, I feel like the rest of this episode takes place in mostly a parking garage, but, like, you're, they're just showing us the history of this Dr. They guy and how he, like, alters people's memories and how, like, they had an alien, like, a Martian come down to Earth and they were, like, trying to do these things, but then they got ambushed by the government and then nobody's, like, heard from this guy in a while except he was at, like, Trump's inauguration. Which guy? Dr. They. Okay, Melody. And then Mulder ends up meeting Dr. They because Dr. They just, like, gives him an old ringy-ding on, like, <laughs> the telephone. Yeah. And um, they meet in this square in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And then Reggie also claims to have invented the X-Files and that he was also their, like, partner. <laughs> And then he's three of them, like, and then he photoshops himself into all their iconic scenes. I gotta say that part's very LOL. It's not your turn to talk. Okay. (laughs) I feel like I just started talking. (laughs) She started talking, but she was next. Okay. Okay, but oh, I see what you're saying. My bad. I'm wrong. I'm wrong, and you're right. (laughs) Nothing. And there is something. And there is something that can be done about it. I thought that part was really funny. Anyways, um, now what happens? Well, Scully, or sorry, Mulder and Dr. They have basically a, like, how do you even know what's true and conversation where Dr. They's like, you don't even need to, like, erase people's memories. You just need to make them a little confused. Mm Mm-hmm. And make the, you need to True. plant the seeds of uncertainty. Sow, Sow the, the seeds, seeds of uncertainty. uncertainty. And then Scully just debunks Reggie's entire life. And she's just like, actually, you have like a traumatic brain injury. You worked for the government in many different iterations and you sucked at it. And you were just totally spying on us. And then you had a mental breakdown. 
And then a weird sanatorium ambulance comes and they put Reggie in a straitjacket and there's a guy with like a net. <laughs> yeah, like you <laughs> Scooby-Doo or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the last memory that he gives them is the memory of when they finished, solved all the exiles when a Martian came down to Earth and handed them the book of all the answers and all of life's questions were answered and Mulder was very unhappy with that outcome. And then um, they take Reggie away and Skinner comes into the parking garage and asks Mulder and Scully why, like, where's Reggie going? (laughs) (laughs) And then they make, then Mulder finds the episode of what he thought was a Twilight Zone, but it turns out to be a knockoff called the hate the dusky realm yeah something like that dusky realm and then scully makes the jello and she goes to eat it and then she's like i want to remember it the way it was Mm. and i was like that's how i fucking feel about the (laughs) x-files this sucks good fucking point that is so true i really was so confused the entire time this episode was happening I think this is the episode that I understood the most of, Mm -hmm. which doesn't mean anything. It's just I understood it more than zero. It's because nothing actually really happened. No. I think it was, yeah, they were mostly just standing in a parking garage. (laughs) I just wonder, like, so this is episode four of the new season. Yeah. How have they already run out of budget that they need to have a bottle episode? Oh, Melody knows the lingo. Matt, we don't need you back. (laughs) The bottle is a parking garage in this case. Yeah. And And then, like, like, photoshopping Reggie to the memories. That was really funny. I actually liked that. that I always appreciate, like, a parallel theme. I love that. And, but I was going to say that they stole our thing. Oh, yeah, they did. They they sang the theme song and then they put Reggie something into it. Yeah. I do. We want to believe is influencing. We should make a promo video for our podcast. That's like the opening of the X Files. We totally should. We totally should. It's one of my favorite things about this podcast. The opening. Every time I get a chuckle, (laughs) like, and then Matt starts laughing at the end, and then I start laughing, (laughs) and you're like, "Perfect." It sounds so good, and it was really the first time we tried it too. It was just that was the first take. Let's just let's just try and do it and see what happens. And we're like, "That was good." We're using it. Perfecto. <laughs> we're really up our own asses around here. I know. The problem is. We think we're pretty good. We think we're good. Um, okay, so, but the, but the other thing I do like is I do think that it does answer one question, which is who was tapping their fucking phones the entire time, because it was Reggie. It was Reggie yeah. something. It was Reggie the something. NSA, and they he always had the, the NSA, NSA up their yeah. ass, blocking them from every angle. And it's because of Reggie. Reggie. Re- old Reginald. I mean, it, it really looked like he was, like, sleeping on the job there, but yeah. I guess he was, uh... He also looked he really in. familiar to me, that, like, when I first saw him in that first scene, I was like, yes, he is in this show. Yeah, but I don't remember... Looks, I think he looks like somebody from our work. Oh. Who? The guy who sits, like, beside you? I don't want to say names, but... Oh! But, I mean, if anyone does know, then they're just gonna know. <laughs> if anyone yes. knows <laughs> But he looks super familiar. Like, I already knew him personally, kind of. Yeah, or he's just, like... I think he maybe he's one of those, like, actors, you know, who's, like, in everything. Yeah. But, like, as a, as a side character. Totally. Or, what's it called? Like, a bit... He remembered part. me a little bit of oh, the actor that plays Tobias. Yeah. Um... In From what? Arrested Development. Ah. David, David Cross. Cross. Yes. Yeah. But he just, like, I don't know, but it's, like, I oddly kind of remember him from the X-Files, so I feel like I'm going to have <gasps> to look Mandela'd. this up. I am. He was just so freaking familiar to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have facial blindness. What the fuck do I know? But... Did you know that this episode is called The Lost Art of Forehead Sweat? <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not kidding about that. I'm not fucking with you. That's real shit That's right there. That's fucked up. Oh, tell everyone about your great poll that you had today. Oh, yeah. You Let's had talk several. Twitter polls for Let's a talk second. Twitter polls. Let's see. Let's see what the results are. I think I had like three different polls. <laughs> I'm going. The first poll was, is Mulder hallucinating? This was when he first met Reggie in the Twilight Zone and all this weird ass fucking shit that's happening. Um... The, the um, options were yes, no, or medium. 
The response was 25% said no, 75% said medium. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's fair. So Um, medium is becoming a legitimate category. I told you medium is a good category. Yeah, you were right. I know the people. You were right. You do know the people. (laughs) The next one was, would you watch an episode about Goop (laughs) OABC? 100% said yes. Okay. Um, this one is, what is the Mandela effect? The options are people misremembering, an alternate reality, or forehead sweat. (laughs) 75% said alternate reality, 25% said forehead sweat. And that's all you need to know. (laughs) Well, I guess they're debunking Scully's debunk. Yeah. Guys, you gotta fucking hand to Scully. That was a slow clap moment when she just like comes in she's like actually are you crazy (laughs) and everyone's like wow fucking nailed it but what do you think so the whole skinner thing at the end where he's just like where are they taking reggie do you think he's just like in on that elaborate joke or like what's the deal i don't know i think that they're trying to still play it up at the end that maybe it's possible that that did happen and that that there was this like parallel universe or alternate reality and I mean it's the X-Files and they there always has to be that little bit of uncertainty right of like are you sure you knew what happened yeah there's mm-hmm. a little bit of mystery at the end always they got to leave you hanging a little bit true 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 all right well welcome to Mulder Lodge population us 3 and Mulder himself population us 3 plus Mulder what was your favorite Mulder logic? Guess go first. Um, I mean, I guess I'm just pointing out the obvious when, like, parallel universe. Yeah. Just automatically. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, The oh. only explanation <laughs> that... And he keeps saying it, too. Yeah. But I love how everyone else is just, like, rolling their eyes so hard at him. Even the legitimately crazy person yeah. is like, it's not that. <laughs> it's yeah. something else. He's like, no, that makes no sense. But Mulder's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, parallel universe, alternate realities forever. I also felt like the plural of universe isn't universes. (laughs) Like, when I was thinking parallel universes. I think that it is. I know it is, but I just thought that sounds so weird and that can't be it. I believe it's universi. (laughs) That's what I thought. Like Versailles in France. (laughs) What? What is that? The parallel, universe the plural, <laughs> parallel universe. <laughs> oh, this is the kind of stuff we laugh about on this show. What? Uh, what's your favorite Mulder logic, Alex? Do you have one? Um, no, I think that, that takes the cake. The fucking yeah parallel universe situation with Mulder. I mean, everything Mulder does is weird when he's like hunting for when he's out squatching. <laughs> Yeah, as he calls it. And he it. has some weird shit to say. Like, from the very beginning, it's like, am I reading a haiku? Like, what's going on? Mulder's, like, saying stuff that I'm like, am I supposed to un... Is it an anagram? Am I supposed to... Everything in this episode is an anagram. It's backwards. You're supposed to, like, put all the words in your brain and then spit them back out a different way for them to make sense. Because, oh like, stuff just starts happening and then later on because those other like fbi agents come and they say oh, like yeah. they say like a riddle they're like <laughs> dr seuss suddenly <laughs> i'm like they're like one fish red fish blue fish whatever and Mulder and scully are just bewildered <laughs> as yeah. do they even as say anything to each other after that or it just like cuts to the next scene because they're just like hey, what is there to i don't say? even know where what to go after there, this what is there to say we've said that? it all we've said it all um I think we've talked about our favorite Scully debunk already. Did we have anything else? I think, like, she just immediately thinks he's crazy. Yep. She just immediately thinks he's misremembering. Mm-hmm. The misremembering is, like, the the debunk, the ultimate debunk. Like, that's the, that's the simple debunk mm-hmm. from Scully in this yeah. episode is misremembering. Everyone has their idea of what's going on, and hers is misremembering. Yeah. And then she has a full fucking... Re- like, this is Scully's pride and joy it was like the equivalent of having a fucking like when she does that like what is it what is the thing that she does when she does like a journal she like does field like notes a, yeah her like log, <laughs> Scully's she log. <laughs> put a log in the fire at fucking molder lodge and then she um definitely like goes in there does this research and then just like 
presents it. Yeah, putting together that dossier was the first real police work she felt like she had done in 30 and, years. And, like, she should have had, like, a science board, a, a Bristol science board. science board, you know? What like, is a science well, board? Well, science board is, like, the one that comes out, like, <laughs> oh, the, like, two flaps. triptych. Yeah, it's got two two flaps on it. I feel like it's fancy, called a science Fancy Bristol science board, board, like, upgraded from the dollar store Bristol oh, board. Oh, like yeah. a trifold. Yeah, the trifold like a, one. It opens like, up into three panels. Like, Baking soda vinegar volcanoes. What do yeah. we know about them? That's. I think it's called a science board. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's called. in colloquial language. It's a science board, and or a bristle board. She should have really have been like our whiteboard where she's just pointing shit she's out. Like, oh, there was that great PowerPoint moment. presentation. Yeah, she was like, "Here's a deck, <laughs> star wipe." Then you read the IRS star wipe. Then you read the Department of Justice. Actually, I, operating I wonder slides. what I wonder what Scully's favorite clip art would be. Clip art? <laughs> it would be like her favorite. Like it's it like would be like that. There was like this guy that was like a silhouette, and he was like had his hand on his hip, and he was pointing with one finger, and he's yeah. like, "I'll tell you what's what." Like that's her favorite clip art. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good getting to know you question. If you were a clip art, what would you be? Because if you don't, if you're so young that you don't remember clip art, then I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I just always hated just some clip slight art. ageism. I don't like people younger than me. Why? I feel like that's... Well, I don't know, because they don't know any of the things I'm talking about. Like, most people don't already know what I'm talking about, and then if I just, like, pepper in references to a time, a bygone era, then they're like... They really... What really at? They're like, what's it. Animaniacs? And you're like, fuck! Get out well, of here. Well, that is just sad. <laughs> it is sad. Um, so, yeah, Scully's presentation was a little bit... It was... The drawback was that they were literally in a parking garage, and she couldn't. She had none of the presentation technology that yeah. they would have had if they were in a classroom. Yeah, maybe in the like inside the building, or know. in like a boardroom. Yeah, yeah. Like somewhere in an office where people meet each other. I'm sure that the FBI has offices. The thing that I was thinking about office was, I office I. <laughs> I think that's what you mean. Um, the thing I was thinking about when you first started because you were like he gets the signal, and I was thinking about how it's like the bat signal yeah it's the x-files and it's like i get how like they spent a lot of time in the parking garage but like when did it become like the official bat signal that like when you see the x you go to the fucking parking garage sometime with deep throat i guess is when that was established i honestly don't know Mulder's always up but they didn't they they didn't meet in the parking garage really they met in like the open air the o- the open air. The open air, like, in a fucking square or a park. Mulder, the thing about Mulder is he can never resist a private conversation with, like, in an older white space. dude. <laughs> Deep throat. CSM. You just go, you just go there's Dr. an old Lane. white man over there that yeah. wants to talk about private affairs in a public space. Go! Yeah. He's, he's gonna give me answers right here. Public. Um... I really liked the, uh, like, there's, like, a good, it was, like, hearkening to A Beautiful Mind when Mulder has his board and he's trying to figure out what the fuck his Reggie mind was map. saying. He's, like, fucking mind map and it's, like, there was just, like, oh this God. random rapper in the middle that said Reggie, <laughs> like, which was also, like, what is that a rapper from? Like, something's called Reggie, like a like a chocolate bar rapper. And then he was, like, and then this and then that. And then, Parallel universes! That's all I can get to. It's the only answer. It's the only answer. That the Mulder logic leads that to. Is, and Scully is. was literally, like, also, I mean, let's go into our next segment called Grumpy Scully. Yep. Scully gets so hangry that she just leaves. <laughs> and that's She's how like, she meets that guy. It's fucking dinner time, bro. And that's how she meets the Reggie, because yeah. they're supposed to go for dinner, and, and Mulder's rooting through his tapes, and she's like, she literally just was like, it's gone. You get it, girl. Fucking eat your dinner. No one's gonna stop you from eating your dinner. Especially not a man. Oh, yeah. Don't let no man prevent you from eating dinner. No way not gonna fucking happen yeah not only like i love this new grumpy scully segment but also can it be can it be also slash raspy scully because there just suddenly is like a moment in the show where she just goes full rasp and i'm like kind of concerned for her because i feel like why are they making her like strainer boy maybe she's just becomes a silent character or maybe that's the gift she had to give up for eternal youth that's true Stay hot forever and speak like Scarlett the old, Johansson. The old voice. Yeah. No, it's there were some moments there when it went real. Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I do. I do love. What Bob are Dylan. our other? Oh, Scalder Watch. 
Did anything even fucking happen? They almost had dinner together. Yeah, they <laughs> talked about going on a date. And then the Mulder garage. stood Scully up for his VHS collection. <laughs> so Scully, you gotta... I mean, you gotta have some respect for yourself, girl. Yeah. And that's why she just goes and has her dinner. But yeah, there's not really anything that... Oh, there, oh, oh, there is that one um, Reggie infiltrated scene where yeah. they're like about to kiss on the couch. Yeah. And that was like a throwback. But then Mulder morphs into a different person, which I guess yeah. is obviously hearkening. I wouldn't, instead of Scalder Watch, I'm going to say Reginaldi Watch, <laughs> which is Reggie and Scully, because there's one moment where he's like, where he's like telling them the story of mm-hmm. them meeting the Martian, and Scully's like, Reggie, I always, and he was like, shh, I, I know. He really like he went wakes. Han Solo on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that reference because I've never seen Star Wars. Whoa. Whoa. Um, Just makes me so sad for you. (laughs) Maybe one day you'll see it. Maybe not, though. You know what? I know. I realized recently after seeing the most recent Star Wars that, like, I actually don't care about Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen them all. And I have, like nostalgia for it from like watching them when I was a kid and my dad was like super into Star Wars but just going to see the newest movie I just realized I I don't care yeah I don't care about the storyline I don't care about the people I don't care about anything <laughs> I'm just like why am I here okay well Anyways, that's good to know I, that's not, not really like, like that. a shining recommendation I'm not gonna fucking yeah, watch it now I disagree yeah. She, yeah but you know I was really into the original Star Wars movies when I was a kid. Why? They're the best ones. Because they're so good, and Princess Leia is so kick-ass. Compare and contrast to D2 Mighty Ducks. (laughs) They're basically the same movie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Return of the Jedi. It's basically like you've seen it already. Except, (laughs) like, in set in space. (laughs) It's D2 Mighty Ducks set in space. That's it. You know, you're cheering for the underdogs. The, right. Re- the Rebel Alliance. Right. They've got to overthrow the evil empire. So it's a good Bildung's roman. <laughs> a coming mean, of you, age you tale. You could put it that way, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that, yeah they I are. mean, Luke and Leia come of age. I Aren't they brother now? and sister, though? They end up, do they try to fuck and then they're related? They're, isn't they're, they're, no. What, what is with the 80s no, and no, being no. obsessed with incest? These what, things what, what happen. Is what is this? Like... I know that they're related somehow. Then in Back to the Future, Marty McFly's fucking mom wants to fuck him. It's I know. like what? What is they this? They left stuff in like that. Big, fly. And then that? in Big, he's like an. It's like it's like he's a child, and then that lady wants to fuck no, him. No, she they, and fuck, they do. They do fuck, and he's like, what? yeah, yeah, like but he's like actually a, a child. Where it was like people were like, let's let's fucking explore in our unconscious minds the the theme of like it's, we want people who well, shouldn't be fucking I, to fuck. What I choose to believe about Star Wars is that George Lucas hadn't, like, the idea that they were going to be brother and sister hadn't dawned upon him yet, because that's only revealed later, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, the next movie after they have the kiss. They kiss one time. Imagine if you had accidentally kissed your brother. It's a lot better than fucking your brother. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be so much worse. It could be so much better, though. You could have never done it. I just think, just like, there's you. also that. Come upon the subject of I don't incest. Know. Anyways. anyways, my biggest complaint about, about Star Wars <laughs> is that if this is like, let's let's say it's the future, let's say you're in space, why have they not found a quieter way to just blow stuff up? Because the entire movie is peep, is just explosions. About every four seconds, there is a loud explosion, and I fucking hate it. I think Very because it's an action movie and they have to have a soundtrack. Yeah, because apparently, actually, like stuff like lasers in space don't wouldn't make a sound. See, well, because I sound needs it. like air to travel through to like. I make would prefer noise, so. a silent Star Wars movie <laughs> with just dialogue and music to what actually happens. Like, I can't. Okay, but one it. question. So the scene where Holdo takes the cruiser right through the star destroyer. Yeah, and it's. Like that hush, yeah, and then like the jet, like come on, that's pretty. Yeah, that's, that's good pretty sound badass. design. Like, that's 
that's, that's something. Good sound design, but it doesn't mean that I want to hear what a great movie every moment. five seconds an explosion. Anyways, this is very off topic now. <laughs> so back to the X Files. The X Files. Did anything explode? Not really. <laughs> I just want to say though that the first scene when the guy's at the door slash window slash mirror and he's doing this thing and the Martians there is very Pretty Little Liars. So this is nothing to do with the X-Files, but it's very <laughs> Alex Drake, Spencer, yeah. Hastings. That, like, film I am noir you, you are me. Did. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, not shit. me. I'm an alien. You're an alien. You're my twin from Britain. I do think both of them, like, both of them end up being aliens, I guess. The the diner server and the Was there a man? resolution on that? I, I don't, don't know. know. And I'm interested to see what the origin of that is, like, about the Twilight Zone. I I've, I watched the, some of the Twilight Zone when I was younger, and I watched. I was saying this while we were watching this episode that I also watched The Outer Limits a lot, and it came on after the X Files. Yeah, like on Sunday nights or whatever. Um, and usually, like it was like the only day of the week that my sisters and I could stay up late to like watch the X Files, and then. And then we weren't really allowed to stay up later to watch Outer Limits, but, like, I think sometimes we did. And then also, like, The Outer Limits, there would be, like, reruns of it on every night, like, at, like, 11.30 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was actually, like, a way scarier show than The X-Files. And then, like, really scary things happened. But I feel like I have, like, memories of The Outer Limits that I think are X-Files episodes, but they're not. Maybe they were making a reference to that. that, I think so, too. Yeah. There's this Outer Limits episode everyone remembers, but it's actually in X-Files or vice versa. Or vice versa. Right. I think yeah. that it could be. Well, because yeah. they made that reference to Dr. Wuzzle, mm-hmm. Wuzzy. Which was like the Berenstein Bears effect thing. Yeah. Which you educated me on kindly. Yeah. Yeah, because I find I find these things to be very interesting. This collective these, misremembering? Yes. This phenomenon of the Mandela effect, and I just think it's like... Very cool. I feel like there's, like, a lot of people write about it, and a lot of people think about it, and a lot of people have, like, put so much effort into, like, figuring stuff out. Like, the Berenstein Bears one was, like, a really huge deal for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They, people are, like, convinced that, like, Library of Congress, like, changed the name, like... <laughs> <laughs> and went back and, like, yeah, and, like erased all their records. Yeah. I have to say, though, I think that the whole... The conversation with Dr. They, which, that's hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. they did this, they yeah. did that, and then naming him that is actually like so tongue-in-cheek and great the conversation with him and Mulder it was such great satire of of right now like he's like we're living in a Mm post-truth post-conspiracy world because poco because we don't cover up (laughs) post cover up post-conspiracy because it's like you know once you introduce the idea of doubt it no longer becomes what's true and what's not true or like credible sources and not credible sources it becomes what do I choose to believe as a person and what do I not choose to believe as a person? And that's up to my own personal criteria. And if I can, if people are skilled enough in constructing messages that appeal to your biases or whatever it is, then you will choose to believe. And it it's crazy that we're not working off of a standard set of reality. And we're not. Like, that's not. the world we live in right now. So, we're so it's I the thought POMO the, world, right? We're in a, what's that? POMO? Postmodern. Oh, okay. I thought that, but I didn't know <laughs> like, if that was like post mortem world. We live in a post death yeah. world. Yeah. I think Scully would be sad if she lived in that kind of pomo world. That we that she does. That's where we're. This is where we're at. Where it's just like there's no truth. There's no standard. Yeah. There's no facts. It's just what I think is true. What I think is what I believe in. And what it's like what we in. were saying before about like planting the seeds of uncertainty. All you really have to do is like confuse people slightly yeah and then it like takes its own makes its own web yeah it's true but i think like the other thing about living in this age is that it there is a lot of room for like play yes and like being silly because we don't have these like big capital t truths right Mm-hmm. I think that is liberating, but I think when it comes to things like are people dying more this year from gun violence than they were last year, and we're basing that on how do I feel and what do I believe, then that Causes doesn't feel fun to me. But yeah. but I think but I get yeah, what you're saying. I get like, what you're saying. There's like th- we're living in an age where like the randomness of the internet, like some of the most <laughs> amazing things, like the funniest mm-hmm. things ever, are like the most random, stupid yeah. things. Yeah. 
And, like, that's such an amazing thing, and it's so funny and it's so great. But, yeah, there's, like, some pretty big drawbacks when it comes to the truth and, like, the information that's that becomes widespread, which is so scary. And that's what, I guess, this episode is about. Well, it will either lead to the complete demise of everyone for being stupid as fuck, or people will be like, oh, if I have to determine what to believe, then I need to get, like, a good criteria and framework of, like, critical thinking in my brain so that that I can do the job of that. kind of the outcome of, like, the age of individualism that we live Mm -hmm. in, right? Like, everyone has to come up with their own criteria for their truths. Yep, yeah. It's very interesting. It's very interesting, but yeah, just see... Yeah, and I think what you were saying, Christina, about how that conversation specifically between Dr. Day and Mulder is, like, what... And it's quite close to the end of the episode, mm-hmm. is what finally made me realize, like, what they were trying to say, <laughs> I guess. Like, I would think I was so so much more focused on, like, the fun nature of, like, the Mandela effect and how interesting that is. And then I was like, oh, but this is actually, like, some real-life shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think there's something, there's something to be said there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that the X-Files is the right serious vehicle to deliver that particular truth through. You know, um, but I I liked how they didn't take it too seriously. Yeah. And like that, um, the square where Mulder and Dr. They have their conversation is, has an inscription that the artist put in it. Um, may this sculpture inspire laughter, playfulness, and joy in all who experience it. That's good. Mm. That's, so that's so I like... think like they were pretty yeah. it deliberately was... like being very tongue-in-cheek yeah it was a it was definitely like a satirical like funny comedic episode yeah yeah because we had like the black and white like film noir mm-hmm. mystery and then like the pawn shop exchange of yes. information yeah. and like just hit all and the crazy reggie all the tropes yeah all it the was conspiracy a, tropes the I, parking garage the parking garage, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that we didn't get that I would have loved from my own trope-isms are, like, Scully in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> or Scully in <laughs> Scully bed. Scully sleeping. Scully sleep, trying to sleep. Um, I, I do feel like this whole season is, like, the X-Files being a caricature of itself. It's totally. It's so, like, meta and self-referential and, like... And I feel like I want to read up more about, like, how fans feel about that because I feel like some yeah. people are going to like that because yeah. they're just, like, they want to have fun with it. They want to, like, just remember how fun the X-Files can be and they want it to do do that. But I think some people are, like, pretty diehard about wanting it to actually be, like, serious and, like, mm-hmm. really believe, Or, like, like, how it was. Yeah. And, like, want it to be, like, serious X-Files. But I think... And also, I think you have to temper... You have... Hopefully people who have learned now to temper their expectations about, like, these, like, reunion mm-hmm. shows. <laughs> because yeah. I, you can't capture the same something once you're so many years later, right? I think that's so true, and I, I was just gonna... I, I agree completely in the sense that I was saying, like, I think there are a lot of people that want it to be how it was, but you it can't be how it was because at the time it was such a unique show. It was yeah. like, it's exactly like why all those classic movies, when I watch them now, I'm like, how fucking stupid is this? Because I it's not the time and place. Like, we were there more or less for the time and place of, like, when this show was created and why it was so good and why it was so groundbreaking. And when we watch it now we and we laugh about it, but we have that nostalgia on our side of, like, why this was so good. And I think that, like... The X-Files themselves, like, the creators and the writers know that how much that show went off the fucking rails, like, mm-hmm. by season 9 and 10 and whatever. So for them to, like, kind of actually honor that by being like, now this is fucking ridiculous and totally just, like... Yeah. I agree. Like, I think that they ma- I think they did the right thing by not trying to, like, be so serious about it because yeah you're you're both right like you can't truly capture the essence of fucking 1994 (laughs) or something you know yeah you can you You just gotta like do what you're doing now which is what they're doing and it's been interesting it's like they've made interesting choices because last week was also like sort of more of a one one one-off episode Mm -hmm. like they they came in strong (laughs) in this season with like some pretty heavy like storyline crazy episodes that are like just that were so hard kind of hard to swallow because they were really intense yeah and then they've 
followed up with two lighter episodes. I mean, the doppelganger one was fucking scary, but it was like yeah. Monster of the Week. Yeah. Typical X-Files episode. And this one was like a funny one. Yeah. So it's like really interested to see what's going to happen next week. But I think even like the, them cutting Reggie into all these really iconic scenes is basically them demonstrating how ridiculous it is for them to recapture and redo what they did totally. in 1993. Because it's yeah. like, this is what you want. Yeah, that's Scully with the Jello at the yeah. end, right? Like, yeah. let's not, don't don't taste it now. Just like honor and cherish. Let's leave it cherish it that it memory yeah. and yeah. leave it and leave it there. And... Discover some other great Jello flavor now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe give that lemon lime a try, Scully. She said it tasted like cat pee or something like that. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe stop eating Jello. I don't know. The okay, lemon so... lime one. She said it tasted like cat pee or something. Yeah. Um, special effects. Uh, can UFO? we please talk about the alien <laughs> at the was... end? Like just the silver jumpsuit. So I was yeah. at, like an I was at a concert like a couple months ago i saw angel olsen mm. and cool. she came out on stage wearing this like yeah <laughs> like outfit. silver jumpsuit <laughs> and Elvis. i googled after penny robinson from like lost in space like mm. she looked identical and just that like hark back to like the yeah. original sci-fi television yeah like that was great was. like with the flared legs and like the ca- <laughs> yeah it really was like the elvis cape yeah why and, are like, aliens dressed like elvis well because like the sci-fi it was the 50s right yeah. like that's the era it's so crazy also. I love that the alien wrote a segue because people, when they made segues, they were like, this is going to fucking revolution. This is like, <laughs> we're living a post-walking world. Yeah. Like, that's what people thought. And they were wrong. They and were I wrong. like that in this reality, they were right. And, like, aliens were onto that. So is the alien, like, a Silicon Valley bro? <laughs> yeah. An anti-immigration Republican Silicon Valley bro. Yeah, like, he was like an alien Donald Trump. He said, we're going to build a wall. And he was even doing these <laughs> yeah. hand gestures, like these Donald Trump hand gestures. He's going to be, we're building a wall. It's going to be the greatest wall, an amazing wall, a tremendous wall. It's invisible. <laughs> it's invisible. <laughs> wall's going to be invisible, just like the current wall. Just like the current wall. Um, I got love a that. Good, got a good Uranus joke in there. Yes, yeah, it was very like, <laughs> this is space. Yeah, I know. Welcome to <laughs> Epcot <space>. Center. <laughs> Also, like, the the flashback of when they were in Grenada and the alien, and he's like, I'll never forget those alien, those telepathic alien screams. And the, guy, the alien was like, ouch, yeah, where are we <laughs> oh, going? Let me go. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. That was really that. good. That was really funny, too. I, I, I thought that I wouldn't really call the alien part of it a special effect because it was literally just a guy with green paint on his face it's like an un, it's like an unspecial effect yeah it was just like okay this is regular i don't know but i mean the ufo was like pretty intense <laughs> pretty intense and different had, like, from anything else great like show. laser light lit up like yeah. escalator thing yeah like banister the banister yeah. was like pew, yeah. and, like constructed itself it was great. The I loved it. Sound effects it. were great. It was like, like very UFO, very initial X Files seasons. So, I would, yeah. So I would really, we gotta get give props to like the, the costuming and yes, makeup yes, department yeah. for this, yeah. rather than like special effects. Rather than special effects, I think it's very like Days of Future Past. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that is. I love that. I love like the way we used to imagine what the future would be like. It's like so fucking stupid. Like what? <laughs> Well, it's stupid now. Why do we think that? But then it was cutting edge. I can't wait to see what the future really is and then what we think the future is now, where we're like... Yeah, what do people what? think the yeah, future is? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, what mm. is the, the days of future past of now? Uploading your consciousness into AI. Yeah, true. Like, um, what's it called? Um, the singularity. Singularity. Um, robots, like, to do our laundry. Which I was watching a full-on video the no, other day of, a like, thing. a laundry robot. It yeah. costs $1,000, and laundry. it takes so long. And <laughs> it takes like, a really worth long time. It. It's, like, the size of this wardrobe. <laughs> and it needs to, like, learn what clothes are. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other week that said that robots can learn better when you give them time to play before you start giving them instructions. Just like people. That's yes, really that's fucking weird. so crazy. I have I th- a question. It's because we're just... Making them in our own image. Stop me if 
I've already brought this up on this podcast, but I feel like I've had a conversation with you about it maybe recently about things that currently exist, mm-hmm. like a technological thing yeah. that you actually think is really cool. Oh, no, we didn't talk about that. Okay. I think... Um... Like something that exists right now that you're like, actually, that's pretty futuristic and cool. Do you want me to say mine? Yeah. Mine is the wall of drinks at the movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) How you can go and you can click all these buttons and get all these different kinds of drinks and you can mix them together. To me, that is the future. That is the future. It's it's exactly that individualistic, what you want, everything, things will be exactly to your taste and like as you want them it's so simple but it's like very i don't know to me it's like yeah it's definitely something that like you know 15 years ago yeah or like 20 years ago when i was like eight years old yeah if someone would have said that was gonna be a thing i would have been like whoa that's impossible <laughs> and now it's like real and i'm like oh my god like it's actually really cool really fun they nailed it yeah <laughs> just saying that's, that's a, a cool, great example yeah cool little piece of technology do you, you have anything do you have like uh, I mean, I still think that I'm just in love and thankful every day for Google Maps. Because oh, yes. Yeah, Google Maps. I have a terrible sense of direction, no, and too. Google Maps just gets me there, you know? True that, Gets man. me there. But I think... It's like, thank goodness, I know, I feel that way too. I think, I- like, the logical conclusion, maybe, of your, like, wall of sodas, mm-hmm. if we take this, if we, like, black mirror this and, like, mm-hmm. think about the conclusion is, like, imagine... Like, you, your kitchen is just, like, almost like a 3D printer, mm-hmm. but with just, like, stem cells or whatever, and you can just, like, <laughs> yeah. make the food, yeah. like, exactly that you want, that you yeah. want. Yeah. like, a, get that, like, grape-apple grapple <laughs> with, like, the exact sweetness yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or those, like, you know, like, in Back to the Future, when, like, they're in the future, <laughs> they go back to the future. <laughs> And then, and then she's like, it's like actually Back to the Future too, you know. And they're in the future, and then they're like their food. They like put it in the thing, and she's like hydrate level four, please, or something. And yeah. it like makes a whole meal food. Yeah. Or that happens. I feel like in Spy Kids, every single movie Spy Kids, but they have like yeah. these like, it's like a package, and it's like you put it in the microwave, and you like once you get it, it's like a McDonald's meal. And I'm just like, I remember seeing that in the, in a movie, and I was just like. When will that be? <laughs> See, I don't think I don't think that's the way that food is going. I, think, I don't think so either. I think either. food is going to go super local, and there's going to be lots of technology around, like, growing stuff in greenhouses yeah. and, like, knowing where things come from, because that's a source of great suspicion and, like, conspiracy yeah, like right now. Yeah, all those computers that can, like, what's the stuff that, like, there's, like, you know, those, like, the computers that can, like sort of monitor, like, every plant that you have yeah. and, like, detect, like, the level of yeah, moisture. Yeah, like, soil irregularities. Like soil and, like, <laughs> all these cool things. I definitely think that that's, like, the the food of the future for sure. I don't think that it's, like... Rehydrogenated. But it could be both. It could be both. Because <laughs> it could I feel be like both. as people try to get healthier and move more towards organic and local foods, there's also, like, tons of processed foods being made and developed every day. Yeah. So it could be both. I think that my favorite thing in my everyday life that I'm just blown away by, I don't know, I think it's probably, like, voice-activated stuff. Yeah. Like, we have an Alexa, and I think it's fucking stupid, but the fact that I can talk to it, it seems really... That seems like something from the from the future that's mm-hmm. here right now. Um, and also, oh. just, like, the internet in general blows me away every fucking day. It's so magical and so horrible, and I think that it is like, the sum of all our hopes and fears. Like, it's exactly, like, when we think about the future and we think about things that afford us things, they also cost us things. And, like, I think that's a perfect example. And, I don't yeah. know, Reddit? Like, Reddit is the it's best amazing. and the worst. It's amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, yes, it's, it's, it's just amazing. Whether it's good, amazing, or bad, amazing, it's, like... Yeah, it amazes you. The fact that it's there. And the fact that, like, all of knowledge, like, so much knowledge at your fingertips. Like, you just don't have to wonder about things anymore. You don't have to ever just, like, be perplexed about something. You can find out. For a long time. You can just, you can just find it. So I think that also. Assuming you find the right answer. I know. There's a lot of If I choose to believe that what I find is correct. (laughs) Aha! (laughs) Um, Okay, well, why don't we give our, like, overall ratings? Overall ratings? The best part of the show. Who wants to go first? I'll no be a good host and, like, you know, 
offer to Melody, but if not... Melody? Okay, I think I give it, um, four, four and a half sweat drops down a forehead out of ten. Oh my god, what a weird scale you have. Do you want to expand on why you gave it that? Uh, I mean, it's good for what it was. But so that's four and a half out of ten for you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not overall of the X Files. Oh, the best. Is that what you're saying? The best. Yeah. Are you telling her what she's saying? No, I'm just I'm garnering. Guessing. Garnering. Garnishing. No. I believe I'm garnishing. Garnishing my Sorry, guys, excuse me. I have to go garnish. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Um, Anything, any other words to add to that? Uh, yeah, just like it was kind of a weird one-off. I mean, yeah. it was enjoyable, but I don't think it's an episode I would go back and revisit anytime soon. Okay. It's not like a classic uh, fair. X-Files episode. I don't think we're going to get any, any, you know, new additions to the canon from well, the season. I don't know. I thought like the first episode had some potential with the whole outbreak virus and like their kid and like maybe like whenever they follow that up it'll make they're more, gonna have to it'll I mean, make that's more what I sense think this and... whole season is supposed to be about so i've been confused about the last two episodes because they're like contagion contagion the smoking man's alive and then they're like and by the way people have doppelgangers <laughs> and then also mandela the mandela effect. so now i'm like i'm kind of confused about that um, Christina? I give Ready? this episode four and a half Goopo ABCs out of five episodes of The Twilight Zone. 4.5 out of 5. That's a good rating. I really liked it. I think that either it's because it appealed to my sense of ego that I actually fucking understood for once what the fuck was going on, mm-hmm. or if it was just the tongue and cheekness of it, or... Just the general ridiculousness. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought that it actually, if you think about it, it actually had all the great hallmarks of a great X-Files episode. Just presented in kind of a hilarious way. There was like a smidgen of truth mixed in with like a lot of ridiculous shit that made no sense. And we mentioned parallel universes and aliens. And that's all I really want. That's what I want. So I liked it a lot. Hit hit the marks. It, It, I felt good about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just ended, and I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I was like, was well, like, it's over now. That's the end. And it had, but it had the, but is it really over? Mm-hmm. Because Skinner question, made you question your logic, and then it ended on a bit of sentimentality, so I thought that was good. Alex? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to give it four out of five cars in a parking garage, because <laughs> I also, I my thoughts are similar to yours, Christina. Yeah. I liked the episode. I thought... It was funny. I thought it had mystery to it, but they were just being playful with it. I actually probably would watch it again because I just found it funny. I found the Reggie thing, like, pretty weird and funny. Like, the concept of it, that they, like, had this other partner that they didn't even know about. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just find it to like be, like, Professor really Professorson. funny. <laughs> yeah. I found, it, I found it pretty good. I actually, like, enjoyed it, even though it was, like very confusing in some parts and I was like just just a little just a little I felt like there was some some fucking weird like I said riddles happening that I was like but I I like yeah I I I like that I like that it was like there was a person who seemed to be either crazy or really onto something yeah and we don't know which one he was yeah but it was like I like yeah I liked just the randomness of it 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 uh it definitely spoke to me I, I did like it also, I enjoyed that Mulder and Scully's interactions were not totally fucking weird like last week. True. Like, they just talked to each other like normal people. It was like... And I enjoyed that. And it was like, yeah, it's like Scully kind of getting fed up with Mulder. Like, like at the beginning when they're on the phone, he, she's like, okay, I'll see you at dinner tomorrow. And he's like talking about Sasquatch. She's like, okay, gotta go by. Like, yeah. it's very like Mulder and Scully. Like, she's like, I don't have fucking time for this Mulder. Like, get to the fucking point. And then like when she does see him, she's like, okay, I'm gonna go have dinner now because you're clearly on to some weird shit that I don't want to be a part of. And yeah. that was like very Mulder and Scully, like yeah. very true to them. Well, thank you so much for being here, Melody. Thank you for having me. We're I so had happy. a great time. I hope that we were gentle with you and that you 
uh, you know, I think hopefully you it. might want to come back. Yeah, hopefully. That's the the real hallmark of yeah. good hospitality. It's whether or not you'll actually come back. We'll have to stay tuned and see. Ooh, a we mystery will. for our listeners. And it's like, will Matt also come back? Mmm! Mm. IDK. <laughs> I think that especially once he hears Melody on the, he's gonna feel he's gonna, gonna get jealousy. <gasps> not that we're using you as bait or anything. <laughs> what kind of position are you putting me in? I don't know. Bait, like you know, under a box with a stick holding it up and putting you under there. And we'll just, you know, I did that to Sarah once. <laughs> <laughs> what? In our dorm room, I. So you lured her. I tried. I tried to trap her. It was in our room though, and I put a, I put a box and I put a stick and I put some candy and I tied a string to the stick and I was and she was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like, ah, gotcha, gotcha. No, she didn't go in there. She was just like, "I probably would have." So fucking stupid. I would have. We'll cut that. Um, uh, well, we can keep it. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. We love you. What am I supposed to say? Say bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably you say bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for having me. Perfect. Bye-bye. May. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast, We We Want Want to Believe. Believe. Brought to you by Porous Shoes. Featuring Matt. Tune in next week when a pair of teenage girls attack each other, each believing the other to be a monster. (laughs) Mulder and Scully find that their investigation could possibly lead back to their long-lost son, William. Oh my god, it's very X-Files meets the OC. This episode is called Ghoulie. It could be Ghoulie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, see you, ne- see you then. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>